Happy Halloween. All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. All right, everyone. I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. I'm sorry, people. I know. It's, uh, it, it, I, I try to give you the best content I can, but uh, clearly it is not good enough. All right. So, uh, start off plugging the show. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D show on YouTube. Uh, no spaces in there. I need a, I should. At first, I did that on purpose, but I should probably fix that now. Take this, put spaces in there. Uh, so, subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, give me the thumbs up. Ding the bell. Whatever you're supposed to do on YouTube, do it. Okay, cool. Uh, if you're listening on Amazon Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, I don't know wherever else. Make sure you subscribe to me on there. Keep listening to my episodes. I appreciate it, people. And if you want to follow the Frankie D Show on social media, uh, Instagram and Twitter is at the Frankie D Show. So like I always say, all you got to do is remember the Frankie D Show and you should be able to find me. All right? Cool. Let's get into the show now. Big tits. Ooh, good way to start. Um, okay, so today... I said happy Halloween before. Hopefully that didn't cut off on the YouTube part. Um, I'm going to do some Halloween topics today. I'm going to start off doing just like my normal topics. And then the last two will be a little more Halloween oriented. Okay. So uh, the first thing, I'm not even really going into this because I really, I always kind of start off with a topic that I don't have too much on. I just kind of want to bring it up and then maybe in future episodes I will get more into it. I hear that Mike Tyson might be boxing Logan Paul. Again, I'm, I'm only going to really give my opinion on this and just move on. Um, if this is true, I heard some people say it's definite. They, you know, it's 100% happening. From what I saw from my quick checkup, it looks like it still says it's just potential. However, it looks like it is high potential. It looks like it most likely is going to happen. Um, if that's true... I really hope Mike Tyson beats the fucking shit out of Logan Paul. See, Logan Paul's time is kind of done pissing people off. He already, he literally, he tied his first fight to KSI, so it's like, alright, what the fuck? Then in the second fight, he loses. The one he does against Floyd Mayweather, it's an exhibition match. I hear this one is going to be an exhibition match. It's like, it's not like his brother who keeps winning... And then people are getting pissed because they're like, oh, well, who gives a fuck? He didn't box a real boxer. So it's kind of like, what What really is this doing? I mean, the only way it's going to piss people off, really, is just the fact that they have to pay for this fight because they want to watch Mike Tyson beat Logan Paul's ass. And it's probably not going to be a good match. And if it is an exhibition match and they're only doing um, knockouts again like they did with the Floyd Mayweather one, who knows if there is going to be a knockout. So then you're really just watching two people punch each other for a while. 
y- y- you know, it's, I don't know. I guess I'd rather see uh, Jake Paul f- uh, box t- Mike Tyson. But, again, if it's going to be an exhibition match, I don't give a fuck. I want to know if th- uh, if there's going to be a winner or not. If there's not going to be a winner, if we know there is a chance that there's not going to be a winner, then I don't give a fuck. I want their... If, if this is an exhibition match and there can be knockouts, Mike Tyson, you better knock his ass out. Because we all know Logan Paul ain't knocking your ass out. You, you How old is Mike Tyson now? So he gotta, he's got to be in his late 50s or early 60s, right? Watch me be completely off with that. Let me see. Mike Tyson's 55. All right, he's mid-50s. Uh, even though he's old, or older for a boxer at least, um, I, I really do hope that uh, he just mops the floor with Logan Paul if this happens. Like I said, his time of, uh, Logan's time of pissing people off with this boxing thing's kind of done. Once he lost the fight to KSI, even the tie in the beginning was kind of like, whatever. But if he would have came back and won the next one, especially if it was a knockout in like the first, second round, it's like, all right, he's kind of back. But now, just not there. Mike Tyson, I still see the aggression in you. Beat his ass. And that's really all I have to say about that. Hopefully more uh, information comes in the next few weeks so I could do more of a segment on this. I saw Logan Paul. He slapped a, heg- a heckler. I, I, if anyone saw anything about that, type it in the chat or something. Or Later, you know, again, I didn't even say this. If anyone wants to call in at the end of the show, type that in the chat. I'll take some calls. I, I want to know what happened. I should have, I guess, looked this up a little bit. Logan Paul, he slaps a heckler after Mike Tyson question. It, you got to wonder if that was, uh, you know, planned. Because why would he think of slapping a, an ordinary person? That that literally just screams dollar signs. People would just want to sue after that. Especially if all he did was ask a question. It's If he didn't touch Logan, then it's not like Logan could, be, could even be like, oh, it was self-defense. So you think this was planned? Or do you think this was uh, legit? He was actually pissed at this guy for asking a Mike Tyson question to him. Who knows? All right, I'm pretty much just moving on from that. There's no point to really talk anymore about this. You know, it's funny. Mike Tyson's one of the, you know, biggest boxers of all time. I feel like this isn't getting talked about that much. Not like the Floyd Mayweather one was. Is is it because Mike Tyson is just older? Floyd Mayweather is still kind of seen in his prime, even though he's retired. However, they're both heavyweights. I even though, well, let's see, how old's Floyd Mayweather? Floyd Mayweather. He's 44. I mean, I guess in boxing years, uh, the 11 years could make a huge difference. I don't know. I still see the power and the aggression of Mike Tyson. I really hope uh, it's one round, even though I, they probably plan for it to not be one round to try to give people more of a of a fight. But the thing is, at least in my opinion, if I'm watching real fighting boxing UFC, I'm a fan of having a knockout in the first round. I think everyone should be. Who gives a crap if it goes the distance? I don't. 
you know, and like professional wrestling, yeah, you want a cool long match where you just keep seeing crazy shit happening over and over and over again. But in real fighting, I want to see a freaking knockout. I want to see the power, the dominance, boom. Unless you're just a big defense guy, then I guess you do want to see him just keep ducking and ducking and ducking, but nah, Mike Tyson's, he's a powerhouse. He goes for that knockout. Really hope he, uh, if this happens, he just brings the power. We see first round, bam. And that, and then I really want that to be the end of Logan. I don't even want to hear his name come up in a boxing match again. Maybe with his brother, but who gives a fuck about that? We all know his brother would kick his ass. Which is funny, his brother's younger, right? Okay. This time I'm actually uh, just getting completely off uh, this subject. No reason to uh, talk about it any further until I get some more information on it. Okay, so next topic I'm going on to, I usually save these uh, for later in the show, but since I'm going to do the Halloween topics later in the show, uh, I'm going to talk about a teaching assistant. Her name was Fatina Hussein. She's 25 years old. She was from, hopefully I say this right, Horsham, I have no clue how to say that, Horsham, West Sussex, it's in uh, Britain, and she bragged about having students chat her up at school. So she's proud of it. She's having uh, these male students. She's seen as like a hottie at the school. She's 25 years old. She has these middle schoolers uh, chatting her up, thinking she's hot and everything. And she's proud of that. You know, it's probably a change for her. Even though I looked at her picture. She's she's a pretty good looking chick. And uh, um, I looked at her pictures and I'm like, all right, I could, I could see if I were in middle school, 14 years old and shit. I'd be checking her out. And stuff, but it's funny where you know she's saying she's proud of this. You know, she's like bragging to her friends, "Hey, look at look at your friends are probably like, I don't give a fuck. I have a twenty five, twenty six year old boyfriend. What? What the fuck do I give a shit if these little freaking boogers are uh, chatting you up?" So apparently, she got arrested last week, or <clears throat> or in that uh, time frame, it seems. That, uh, because she banged a 14-year-old. Now, who knows if this is the only one of these kids she banged, because apparently she said it looks like she had multiple students chatting her up. So, who knows if this is the only one that she fucked. But, this is the one that she got caught with, a 14-year-old. And she claims that the 14-year-old got her pregnant. So, I'm very, you know, I'm very, uh, curious how this, it's kind of like I was talking about the, uh, Mary Kay Letourneau story last week, how her student got her pregnant. I think he, oh no, I think he was 14 at the time too. Is this just another uh, Mary Kay Letourneau incident? This one wouldn't make the news like that one did, I don't think. But uh, I would definitely, I definitely want to, hopefully she stays in the news more. Or, you know, she keeps getting stories written about her. Because I want to see how this all uh, ends up. Like I said, this chick wasn't bad looking. I mean, some, her pictures all look a little different, though. Some of her pictures, I'm like, whoa. That 14, I mean, either way, this 14-year-old's lucky as fuck. But uh, some of these pictures, I'm like, damn, this dude like really looked out. And the other ones, I'm like, all right, he looked out just like all the other kids. Like, you know, like, you know all the other ones that got to bang their hot female uh, teachers. I don't know. It's funny, I said this chick was from, like, Britain or something. What is with all these, uh... I feel like I've read multiple of these teacher stories happening in Britain. Now, there's a bit that happened in the U.S. too, but I feel like a bit happened in Britain. What is with these, like, older, hot British women wanting to bang their students? 
these British cougars. I mean, the queen of them all, I feel, is from Britain, Kate Beckinsale. She is the queen of all cougars and MILFs. I remember she was dating like a 21-year-old a couple years ago. She dated Pete Davidson. She dated like another 23 or 4, whatever, year old. She is so ridiculously hot. And she's going after these youngsters. And Kate, I'm in my 20s. What the hell is wrong with me? What do I have to do to get on your radar? Like, this just seems a little unfair. All right, I'm going to... uh, There's an article about the uh, chick, though, this teaching assistant. I want to see what it says. I'll read a little bit of it. Let's see. Another Daily Mail article. A teaching assistant, 25, who was jailed for sex with a 14-year-old schoolboy, bragged to friends her horny pupils would flirt with her in the classroom. Her, her friends are probably like, I don't give a fuck. Like, seriously, you think any of them are like, y- you lucky bitch? I want little kids flirting with me, too. Let's see. Hey, they, they spell pedophile different in this article. They spell it pay, P-A-E, a pedophile who was locked up for having sex with a 14-year-old student, told her friends her hormonal and horny pupils would flirt with her, reports say. Fatina Hussain, 25, from Horsham, West Sussex, allegedly bragged how members of her class would chat her up at the school. The infatuated teaching assistant was jailed last week for grooming and having intercourse with the teenager over several months. Damn. Lucky motherfucker. She claimed she was pregnant after the boy tried to end the illicit relationship and offered to pay him to drop the charges against her. Wait, he had charges against her? Why why'd he do that? I you gotta like was that like the parents' idea? That had to be the parents' idea. He was probably like n- like, yes, let's drop these charges and keep this thing going. And, and, I guess I need to read a little bit more of this story. She claimed she was pregnant. Was that kind of like in the office when Kelly claimed she was pregnant when Ryan didn't want to date her anymore? Or was she actually pregnant? After being released on bail in June 2020, Hussein launched a campaign of harassment against the boy and his family in a bid to try in a bid to stop the police probe. They show some pictures of her again. If anyone wants to see what she looks like, her name is Fatina Hussein. Um, they got some pictures of her here. It's spelled F-A-T-I-N-A-H-H-O-S-S-A-I-N, just in case I'm saying stuff wrong. Um, a source who knew her told the, uh, we got some friends ratting her out. You can imagine what kids at school at that age could be like, so it seemed like a joke. It's disgusting looking back, not... And now knowing what she did, what she then did, she had a manipulative trait and could also be hot-headed, especially if she felt under attack. She seemed sexually naive at times. The insider added that, "Wait, she seemed sexually naive at times. What is that supposed to mean? These kids knew what they were doing. She was naive. She didn't know any better." The insider added that Hussein became infatuated with and obsessive over those she fell in love with. Hussein tried to manipulate other children with threats made against at least one youngster to warn them off speaking to officers. She also threatened the boy and his family using fake names and added she would pay him to drop the charges. 
After being charged and appearing before magistrates in October 2020, Hussein tried to set up a member of the victim's family by pretending to be an underage teenager online. My God, she's going very far with this. Uh, She set up a string of fake social media accounts using different names, including one pretending to be a 14-year-old girl. See, I feel like this is just going to get you in more trouble. I got to be honest with you. I feel this is going nowhere good. If you're going to be in trouble, take the punishment. Try to make yourself sound as innocent as possible, I guess. But it's going to be hard in, in these cases. And just take the punishment. I feel like this is just going to get you in so much more trouble. Let's see. Hussein sent messages to an adult member of the boy's family to try to get him sacked from his job and made false reports to police to try and get him arrested. Damn, so we got a real lying bitch over here. She's trying to ruin everyone's life. Her relentless campaign continued until March this year when police were shown evidence the allegations were false. Hussein was charged with perverting the course of justice along with one count of sexual activity with the boy while in a position of trust. That dude definitely wanted to bang the crap out of her. Let's let's be for real. 14-year-old, either in high school or going into high school. Come on. She had been working as a teaching assistant and cover teacher at the school in West Sussex. Hussein was sent to prison for five years and four months when she appeared at Brighton Crown Court last Thursday. She will be. She will also be registered as a sex offender indefinitely. Damn that 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 has to uh, really stink because it sounds like the dude wanted to bang her, and now I fe- I hear when you are registered as one of those, it's just very hard to live because you can't live anywhere near with like kids or if a school can't be in so many miles or anything. So it's going to make it very hard to live. Now, obviously, there's a ton of people that deserve to be on that list. Her? I don't know. I want to hear uh, the kid side of the story. But, you know, the 14-year-old, they're always going to be uh, the victim in these. I feel I need, I feel like I might have even read a story where the kid even said, like, nope, it was consensual. But uh, I want to really, like, see if this kid was asked anything, and they probably won't because he's 14, if he would say, oh, no, yeah, I was not a victim. I completely consented to that. He would still be known as the victim because he's underage, though. Uh, Judge Jeremy Gold said she had embarked on quite a remarkable campaign of harassment that was relentless, wide-ranging, and malicious following the persistent nature of penetrative sexual activity over time. She has also been issued with a restraining order to last indefinitely, banning her from any contact with the teenage boy and several others, as well as stopping her from entering certain areas of Horsham. Hussein will be on sexual harm prevention order for 10 years after she is released from prison. Damn, we got a long-ass story over here. Uh, We're almost done with it, though. I'm just very curious. Detective Constable Lee Rankin of Sussex Police said that Hussein had spun a web of lies and manipulation. See that that is where she's really kind of like, ah, why'd you go? Why'd you go and lie through all this? I mean, you knew you were gonna be in trouble. Did you really think you were gonna get out of the trouble in any sort of way? This was a prolonged and distressing campaign, and we are glad that justice has now been done for the boy and several other people who became entrapped in Hussein's web of lies and manipulation. 
Well, you know, they were trapped in the lies and manipulation, but I think they wanted the intercourse. Hussein was first arrested in June 2020 following a report that she had groomed and and had uh, sex with a 14-year-old boy from a school in Horsham where she had been working as a study supervisor and cover... Okay, we've read enough of this. We'll go towards the uh, bottom now, finish this up. Um, Hussein was charged with offenses in t- October 2020 and was bailed by magistrates. She then created a number of fake social... Okay, we knew that. Go just to the last three little things here. Uh... Using this particular account, she fabricated messages between her and an adult family member of the boy. She, she then used these uh, fake accounts in an attempt to have a f- the family member lose his job. I already knew that. I right, last little part here. Hossein continued to attempt to make false reports to police until March 2021 when evidence was received to show that all the allegations against the family were falsified by her. This led to her being further charged and remanded... Uh, until she was convicted. Okay. So, and that's what I even said. I was like, she, that's clearly going to get her in more trouble. Wait, she had a fuck ton of lying in there. It's not like she just banged an underage kid. One, she was getting in trouble. She was like, she panicked and was like, fuck, I have to really try to get out of this trouble. So I better just start lying. And, you, you know, you know you're going to be in trouble to begin with. There's no way you're ever going to really beat uh, the system like that. Just just take the initial punishment. Now you're really going to be fucked. But, uh, what you going to do? Okie dokes. Before I take a, uh, a trivia break. Everyone listening live right now, make sure you like, uh, like the Frankie D show right now. See what some of these chats say. Mr. A, I hope not Tyson knocks Logan out. Yeah, that'd be funny. TGY TV Tim Gilby at Tuttles. How's the clap? It's all right. Um, he also wants Rocky versus Apollo. There's a good knockout. I don't care if it's in the first round. That's what Mr. A said. Uh, Mr. A said, I think I want to go back to middle school. I think I do too. Where the hell were all these teachers when I was in middle school? Seriously. And these. Too, it's not like it's like you get some desperate kids and you got some ugh looking teachers or or I guess you even do have just some ugh looking teachers really like grabbing a kid and like throwing them against the wall and like actually like molesting them. You're getting some good looking teachers here. I don't know if they didn't get the attention they wanted in high school and college or whatever, or I don't know if they just they did get the attention. Now the attention's not really there anymore. So now they're trying to get it from these kids. But what the hell? I never even got close to one of these instances in, in middle school and high school. And trust me, if there was a hot teacher, I was trying. Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to uh, take a quick trivia break. Article was long. I could have even read more, but I was I was just like, whatever. There, there we, we read enough of that. We know what's going on with her. She's screwed. All right, I'm going to uh, take this quick trivia break, and we'll be back with a uh, couple Halloween topics. Sound good, people? Cool. Okay, hold on. I need to put this volume up, actually. Okay, here we go. All right, trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. 
Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. And the categories are entertainment, Roman numerals, acronyms, actors, literature, and a bonus category this week. It's also entertainment. All right, so the first question, entertainment. The Golden and Silver Lions are awarded at which film festival? Again, the Golden and Silver Lions are awarded at which film festival? Okay, next question. The category is Roman numerals. What does the Roman numeral D stand for? Again, what does the Roman numeral D stand for? That is not the D in Frankie D. It is the D for the Roman numeral. Okay, next question. The category is acronyms. What does the acronym SCUBA stand for? Again, what does the acronym SCUBA stand for? And that is uh, SCUBA as in like scuba diving. Alrighty, next question. The category is actors. What actor plays Dwight Schrute in The Office? Again, what actor plays Dwight Schrute in The Office? That's actually kind of funny that I don't think most people actually know this guy's name. However, he was extremely famous for being Dwight in The Office. Okie dokes. Next question. The category is literature. According to legend, in which town was Robin Hood born? Again, according to legend, in which town was Robin Hood born? And the last question, it's another entertainment category. Which famous actor's name is also an anagram of Old West Action? Again... Which famous actor's name is also an anagram of Old West Action? An anagram is when you can rearrange the letters in someone's name and it turns out to be another name or phrase. Okay, let's go through these answers. The first question, uh, the category was entertainment. The Golden and Silver Lions are awarded at which film festival? The answer is the Venice Film Festival. The next question, the category was Roman numerals. What does the Roman numeral D stand for? Answer is 500. The next question was, the category was acronyms. What does the acronym SCUBA stand for? The answer is self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. The next question, the category is actors. What actor plays Dwight Schrute in The Office? The answer is Rain Wilson. The next question, the category was literature. According to legend, in which town was Robin Hood born? The answer is Loxley. And the last category was entertainment. And the question was, which famous actor's name is also an anagram of Old West action? And the answer is Clint Eastwood. Okay, 
That is all of the questions for this week. Hope everyone enjoyed the trivia. There will be more trivia to come next week. And if anyone has any other ideas or wants me to do anything else on these breaks, let me know. You could either leave a message in the chat, call in, do whatever the hell you want. Alrighty, time to get back to the shit. Okay, people, I'm back. Hope you enjoyed the trivia. Okay, time to get on to uh, some of these Halloween topics now. It's kind of like a Halloween show. Not really, but I figured we'd put some Halloween topics in there since uh, Halloween is this weekend. So the first thing I'm going to talk about, they're Halloween topics, but they're also like, you know, geared towards the Frankie D show too. So the first topic I want to talk about is uh, a former Playboy Playmate, Jenna Bentley, talks about uh, Hugh Hefner's Playboy Halloween orgies. So, let's get into it. <laughs> I um, I didn't even know there, there were Playboy Halloween orgies. But it doesn't surprise me. Nothing surprised me with it. Without, I'm sure there was an orgy for every holiday for Hugh Hefner. So let's see. Uh, another one of these silly Daily Mail articles. Former Playmate lifts the lid on Hugh Hefner's infamous Halloween parties. Model recalls having her naked body painted for hours to attend over-the-top Playboy Mansion event where people were having sex everywhere. <clears throat> Man, this chick looks like she's had quite a bit of work done on her. Jenna Bentley, her lips really look like they've been worked on, and of course her boobs. Is that like a prerequisite to be a Playboy model? You gotta have your boobs done. I feel now would be butt. Everything, all the guys seem to like the butts now. Like ass is what's in, but back then I feel like it was all about the boobs for Playboy. So let's see, a former Playboy, or a former Playmate has revealed what it was like behind the scenes at Hugh Hefner's epic Playboy Mansion Halloween parties, recalling how she spent four hours getting coated in latex body paint and watched famous people have sex. So when she says famous people, what exactly does that mean? Does that mean Hugh Hefner and the other Playboy models that were like already famous, like Holly Madison and Kendra and stuff? Or does that mean there were some actual famous people there, some A-listers that we don't know about because, you know, they probably signed some sort of thing with uh, Hugh. If it gets out that people know they were there, they Hugh's got to owe them a lot of money or something. I don't know. I want to know what famous people were at these parties. Jenna Bentley, 32, from Montana, first cut her teeth as a Playboy bunny at one of the celebrations, which were some of the wildest, lavish, and most incredible events that took place at the famous house. The model who shares sexy content on her Instagram page had been invited to the party with a guy she was dating. When she met the Playboy founder, she was asked if she would like to get her naked body painted as a butterfly to join in the festivities. Showing some pictures of her. Now, who's is this her here in this bottom one? Famous face. Jenna, who was invited to the party with a guy she was dating. She met... Uh, I don't know if this... If, if one of these chicks is her with Hef here, you'd have to look at the article. She definitely looked a lot better in uh, 2008, but I don't know if either of these chicks are her. And this chick on the left here. Oh, man, you guys got to look at this article. This chick on the left next to Hef. Very hot. 
right, we'll go, we'll go back to the story. Uh, so, um, what's her face? Jenna said, I was blown away by everything. Everything, every detail was perfect and no expense was spared. So she was happy to be invited to uh, this Halloween party and get naked for half. I met Hef before the party began, and he asked if I'd like to get involved by being body painted. I obviously said yes. It felt surreal. So obviously, jeez, like, like he he didn't even have to ask me. Of course, that was a stupid question. Jenna, who was eighteen at the time, had to spend four hours having the latex paint applied to her body in preparation for the event. Everyone was so professional, but I really had to stand there completely naked while the color was painted on. So they're showing some pictures of her here. Jenna Bentley, if you want to look her up uh, in the paint all on her. Man, they re- they really do like a good job covering the nipples up. Like I can't see those things worth a damn. And they make the back here look like she's wearing a thong, but she's not. I was completely plucked bare. There wasn't a hair on my body, and the costume was so intricate and detailed with tiny jewels everywhere. I was so worried about getting sweaty and the paint coming off or spilling something down it. it but it was perfect. Yeah, that would have to stink. You're like, you know, you're trying to be the sexy woman and stuff. You're like, yeah, I'll get naked for you. Sure, paint anything on my body. Imagine just like getting sweaty and it all smearing and you're looking like trash. I, I, I'm very curious how many times that happened. I think we got to get in touch with Jenna and ask what, I mean, especially when, when there, these orgies were going on. It, it, paint had to be smearing. Let's see. Everyone had different costumes, and I mean, can can you really call them costumes? Everyone had different colored paint on. Everyone had different costumes, and the house is completely transformed. We didn't party inside the mansion, but there was a huge marquee put up outside on the grounds. It was like something out of Vegas. It had a massive production value. Once painted, Jenna mingled with the many famous faces in attendance and witnessed plenty of X-rated shenanigans. I mean, well, of course, it's the Playboy Mansion. Can, can we please get some names on these famous faces? I want to know if it's, just like, if she's just saying they're famous, like, or if they're actually, like, you know, if they were popular. And, I mean, back then, if you were famous, you were probably an A-lister. I mean, like, now there's all sorts of famous people, internet famous people, the A-list famous people, like, all sorts of famous. Back then, if, if you were famous, you were probably known. So I'm very curious who uh, some of these famous faces were. Showing some more pictures of her here and her uh, body paint. People were having sex everywhere, she recalled, in the grottos, in the pool. I even saw one couple doing it in the pumpkin patch. Damn, that had to hurt. I couldn't reveal any names of who was getting down and dirty. You can assume there were famous musicians, politicians, and celebrities there. Oh, I'd really like to know the politicians. Jimmy Carter, what were you doing there? Clinton, that was to be expected. I'm very curious what politicians were there. It was so much fun. If only the walls could talk. What started out as a private party for Hef and his friends over the years turned into debaucherous celebrations of excess with an exclusive celebrity guest list. I, I didn't even know. I I am so naive to that. I didn't even know there were so many actual famous people. I mean, you know, there there were famous people that you could see going there, like Howard Stern, of course. Like, you could see him going to the Playboy Mansion. But in terms of politicians, never would have expected that. Musicians, sure, I could see that. 
celebrities, it really depends on the celebrity. Jenna, who is now a multimillionaire, thanks to her successful OnlyFans page. Yeah, that OnlyFans, that really worked out for a lot of uh, a lot of women. They were like, wait, I could get naked and make this much money? It's like, you could have always done that. You got to, what makes this uh, OnlyFans, like you could have always made a website and charged people. You could have, a lot of women probably had the opportunity to go into Playboy or porn or something. And But OnlyFans uh, really made a lot of people especially I think I feel during the pandemic make a lot of money. So uh, she's now uh, a multimillionaire. Thanks to her successful OnlyFans page, spent the evening getting acquainted with the other playboy bunnies and knew she wanted to be one too. She does have some big knockers here. Definitely fake man. Her face has too much work done. You could tell her lips are got work done. You know, and I got no problem. You want to get work done. You want to get, Work done, just not my type. But I mean, hey, we all know, given the opportunity. <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> the other girls were so lovely and I had so much fun, she said. The night was also particularly memorable for Jenna because it made her realize that she was pansexual. Oh, there we go. She, she, see, this wasn't a... Usually these heft stories are like traumatizing for people. They're like, oh my God, that was terrible being there. I mean, look at Holly Madison, you know, talking about it. She was like, no, that was like a very toxic place. But hey, Jenna Bentley here had a great time, had her body painted, watching all these celebrities do it, finds out she's pansexual. Jeez. Uh, It was such an intense experience, she said. It was the first time I really knew that I was attracted to women. I'd always thought I was straight until that night. I had feelings of attraction to women from a young age, but I mistook it as thinking they were pretty and I, and that I wanted to look like them. That The older I got, the clearer it got in my mind, but I never told my mom or my family because I was confused. The best analogy I can give to how I feel about my sexuality and being pansexual is, I like the wine, but not the label. Okay. Interesting. So, uh, that is the end of the, uh, Jenna Bentley story. And, you know, Halloween-oriented. They were Halloween orgies. Um. So, let's see what, uh, some of the, uh, chat has to say about that, if anything. Mr. Ray said, I want to go to the Playboy Mansion. Me too. Is that still a thing, though? I heard Playboy went to, uh... What is it? I think all online. So is the Playboy Mansion still a thing? Did they sell that off? Like, is there still a bunch of naked women walking around there? I have no clue. But yeah, back in the heyday, for sure, I feel that that was like a like a dream destination a lot of guys wanted to go to. I'd still like to go there. Well, at least if there's a bunch of hot naked women walking around there still. Playboy, they they need to learn to evolve. They they didn't learn to evolve. Hugh's dead. I feel like the company's probably gonna die in the next ten years or so. But who? What the hell do I know? It's not like I keep up with them that much. I just like reading these funny stories about them. All right, going on to uh, my last topic, also Halloween oriented. Uh, Elvira, that big chested Halloween woman. Her real name is uh, Cassandra Peterson, and she's actually seventy years old and. I was not expecting that. I've been seeing her in some interviews lately. I guess she has, she had a a book that came out. So she's been doing, you know, she's been uh, 
plugging in on shows, doing some interviews. I saw her. Woman's looking pretty freaking nice. I like never expected her to be 70 years old. I could have seen her being in her 50s at most to mid 60s. Never expected her to be 70. So you know what? Good for her. She deserves one of these. Because if you're looking that good at 70, like, geez. Kind of like Christy Brinkley. She's like 67, right? She's still looking fantastic. That's when you get into like, damn, this like goes beyond MILF now. This is GILF. And it's rare to be a GILF. Like, ugh. Most of them, no. No bueno. MILFs, lots of them. GILFs, like, damn. So, uh, yeah, Cassandra Peterson, looking hot. Elvira, I see that uh, she, you know, she's she been around for uh, a long time. I was never too familiar with her. I've been seeing her a lot lately do, doing these interviews and stuff. Um, And like, like I said, she, very attractive. Unfortunately, though, unfortunately, she's into woman. I see she's been living with a woman for 19 years now, so... Something's telling me she, uh, if I if I went to ask her on some sort of date or something, have some sort of experience with her, she would say, sorry, into woman. Or at the least she would say, I, I have a significant other. I've had a girlfriend for 19 years. But um, I'm curious, if did she used to have a boyfriend or husband or something, or has she just always been into woman? I'm very curious about that. Apparently, she was banned for uh, her boobs. Which I don't. I don't really get that. What does it mean, banned? Like, she was she not allowed to go into stores or something? Was she banned from television? Because she did have not very nice cleavage, very nice cleavage. And she, if you got it, flaunt it. She flaunted it. And it's funny too because it seems like some pretty. I they seem like some pretty iconic boobs, and she was banned for them. Like that just that just seems you know atrocious. That is not right. <clears throat> All right, let's get into, uh, there is an Elvira story. Let's get into Elvira because uh, I'm very curious how, what she was banned for her boobs. I When I read a little bit about her, I couldn't really see, like, what she was banned for at all. So, um, we got a Yahoo article here. I just feel like I got to give these uh, articles their right plugs. Uh, Cassandra Elvira Peterson talks scarring childhood accident, body confidence, and being banned for her boobs. What, what does it mean being banned for your boobs? You are banned from society. You cannot leave your house. Your boobs are too nice. It's like, what? It's funny. I feel like, and like I've talked, I talked about this the other week. Women have always, I shouldn't say always, at least in my lifetime, they have really liked Halloween because that, has given them the excuse to dress slutty. They've, I've been told that by many women. And then she, uh, you know, shows cleavage in, you know, when she's Elvira and she's banned because of her boobs. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not getting it. Let's see what this article says, though. Elvira, the mistress of the dark and undisputed queen of Halloween for four decades now, has always seemed comfortable showing skin. After all, she started her career as a go-go dancer and Vegas showgirl while she, uh, still in her teens. So does that mean she was a stripper? Go to, a go-go dancer is a stripper, right? Vegas showgirl, right? So she, was she getting complete, you know, completely nude or at least completely topless? Oh, uh, man. So uh, she was still a showgirl while still in her teens. And when she got 
her big break at age 30 hosting Elvira's Movie Macrobay. Some viewers in conservative TV markets even protested her risque image. Okay. So she was banned on television. Uh, this says, you can have slasher movies with the woman getting offed, but do not show cleavage because that's not a good thing. The comedic actress whose real name is Cassandra Peterson uh, groans sarcastically. Yeah, I mean, that is pretty weird. They do show some terrifying things in horror movies. Yeah, we can't show can't show a little boob action there? No cleavage? It's not right. Not right at all. I'm completely on a virus side. But as Peterson surprisingly reveals in her best-selling autobiography, Yours Cruelly, Elvira, Memories of the Mistress of the Dark, she was always secretly insecure about her appearance due to a freak childhood accident that left her with severe burns and scarring on a third of her body. So, damn, did anyone even know that? I feel like she's a pretty popular woman. Did anyone know that she was burned on a third of her body? And you can't really, I mean, I guess she keeps herself pretty covered up. I can't tell. Like I said, she's, she looks good to me. As it turns out, inhabiting the Elvira character was a way for her to escape from that real-life nightmare. When I was 18 uh, months old, I lived on a farm with my family in Kansas, and my mom and my cousin were out coloring Easter eggs. Ah, uh, wrong holiday. She's a Halloween girl. I don't know what I was doing in the house alone, but I climbed up on a chair and pulled a big, gigantic kettle of boiling water on top of myself that was boiling the eggs. Oh, no bueno. No one was keeping an eye on her? Oh, jeez. And my mom grabbed me and ran me to the nearest hospital, which was 25 miles away. And everywhere she grabbed me, the skin came off in her hand. Ugh. The skin on... Mostly my shoulders, my thighs, my back, my neck. Everywhere that she had to hold on me, the skin came off. And after that, they didn't think I was going to survive because 35% of my body was third degree burned. They didn't think I was going to make it. That had to be terrifying for everyone. Why was no one keeping an eye on her? Peterson survived the initial trauma, but was soon transferred to a burn center in Kansas City, uh, several hours away. Fun fact, I'm pretty sure Kansas City is not actually in Kansas. I think it's in Missouri. I'm going to check that right now. That has nothing to do with this. Where is Kansas City? Kansas City is in Missouri. Don't know why Kansas City is not in Kansas, but I guess that's a uh, topic for another time. Okay, uh, they said rush her there. Maybe you can still save her, and they did, and they tried this new experimental drug, which was penicillin. Oh my gosh, penicillin was just an experimental drug back then? And they just pumped me full of that stuff. Penicillin has no effect on me to this day. It's like water to me. They gave me so much that it saved my life. Well, I guess that kind of sucks, though, because if you really need it, uh, you're not going to have it. Let's see, this article is very long itself, so we're going to go down a little bit. Uh, one thing that helped is my long hair. I could cover the scars. I mean, my whole life, that's what I did. I was like, put my hair down so nobody can see under my neck, you know. 
And I do that when I'm Elvira, when I'm myself. It's really a weird habit, uh, says Peterson. And as she reflexively pulls her own natural long, a burn tresses in front of her shoulders. But I've had enough surgeries now that I don't think anybody could see it. If you stared straight at it, you could tell. But I've smoothed it all out. Okay, so I guess she's had a lot of surgeries. That's why you can't really tell. Yeah, there's like a little video over here. The video is too long, though. I can't. I'm not gonna play it. It's like 28 minutes. Everyone should look up Cassandra Peterson. Like as Elvira, you know. I guess to the people that are into uh, the Halloween goth emo type chicks, you know, you'll find her attractive and stuff. You know, she looks fine as the Halloween chick. But you see her as C- Cassandra Peterson, even at 70 years old, and you're like, holy shit, she really looks good. Oh, uh, let's see. Ironically, Peterson, or specifically Elvira, eventually became known for her sexy image, and there were a lot of stations that were like, whoa, this is much, she laughs. There was one time a billboard was put up just of me laying on my side, and they covered my cleavage with a giant banner because they had like 12 complaints that I was showing too much cleavage. Well, if you cover her cleavage, how do you expect to uh, sell whatever you're trying to sell? Um, If you cover it up, geez. The billboard was near a school, you know, so they put this giant sensor banner across. It's funny that, you know, they're scared of, like, these school kids seeing it once. All these school kids have, like, the internet now. Every one of them's probably looking at naked women. Um, so they put the giant sensor banner across my chest on the billboard, and then they had hundreds and hundreds of complaints. I mean, it looked worse. Like, I was wearing no top. <laughs> yeah, that went, uh, that was bad for them. Uh, but the strange thing was the most popular audience for my show uh, was happened to end up being the Bible Belt. Interesting. Wouldn't you know that there was where... <clears throat> that was where I... My, wait, okay, they messed up on this. That was where I, my TV show, played the most and the best and made the most money and had the most stations. So go figure. All right, they messed up on their wording in the article there. Uh, okay, that is, uh, the end of that article. I'm not going to play this whole video. We're just going to hear her voice. I love your book. It's fascinating, obviously, because you're known as Elvira, but you're also Cassandra Peterson, and you led such a fascinating live, or like nine lives, before you even were Elvira, and I do want to get into some of that, but of course, you know, with Halloween coming up and it being called yours cruelly and all that, I do think it's fascinating this isn't Elvira talking right now. We're actually it's Cassandra Peterson that's going to talk. To talk about the Elvira character and how you came up with it, because I didn't know until I read this book that you kind of had a different vision for it, like this Sharon Tate style vision for it. Tell me about that. Initially, when I Here she is. got the part, um, I just got it looking like myself, you know, and uh, they told me I had to come up with something spooky because obviously I was hosting horror movies on a local stations, so. I need to, to look a little different than I look now, right? So my best friend at the time, and I, uh, his name was Robert Redding, he was an artist, and both of us agreed that we didn't want to do the same old Morticia Adams vampire, you know, black drag. 
And so we were trying to come up with something different and we both loved that movie, The Fearless Vampire Killers, that had starred Karen Tate. And we decided that that might be kind of a good look for me. I could have long red wavy hair and kind of a sheer tattered dress and then kind of more like dead girl makeup, you know, dark circle under the eyes, white lips. So we took that into them and, and they're like, no, you know, you have to be all in black. You have to have black everything, black hair, black. And we were like, such a bummer, you know? Well, it seemed to work out for her. She did go all black and she's been very successful as the Elvira character. A bit of that probably did have to uh, go to her cleavage. She, you know, it even seems that got her a lot of attention, she said. Just same old thing. And um, Robert decided to go with that look, but he added some little 80s things, you know, like the leather bracelets with the studs, kind of a punk look, made things a little jagged and torn and on the dress. Her hair kind of reminds me of uh, Priscilla Presley's hair, Elvis's wife. Dress also did that fabulous hairdo, which was the hairdo from his very favorite singing artist, Ronnie Spector of mm-hmm. the Ronettes. You know, giant bouffant with long hair coming out. So that was the look. We went with it, and they uh, liked it. And I had the black nails, the back black hair, and all that. And that hair, by the way, is not a beehive. It is a knowledge bump. A what bump? A knowledge bump. Because it's like you have a big brain under the bump? Yes, exactly. That's what Ronnie Spector said. A knowledge bump. I've never heard of this term before, but I appreciate it. Ronnie said, okay, oh, that's an old song. (laughs) I love that song, actually. The Eddie Eddie Money song. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, you're old enough to know that. Yeah, I'm old enough to know who Eddie Money is. One thing that I thought was really interesting, because, you know, obviously you talk about how you were in the Groundlings. All right, that's enough of uh, the Elvira video. It's 28 minutes long. There's no reason to uh, play the whole thing. All right, that was my last topic. I guess we will give uh, Whitney Cummings a call real quick. We've called her the last so many weeks, so why not call her again? Okay, setting this up real quickly. Okay, looks like I'm connected now. Um, one second. All right, this should work now. Whitney. I I heard one ring. Tidbit or a little adorable sentence. I don't know. And I'm going to play it on the podcast. Yo, what's up, Whitney? It's Frankie D again. Uh, still haven't heard you call a pork girl yet. Disappointed, but whatever. Um, you know, I was just talking about Elvira. And you know what I was thinking, Whitney? You could be the next Elvira. I feel it. You can put your own twist on it and everything, but I, I don't know. You got that nice body. You got the nice boobs also. I could, there's something about you. I could see you being the next Elvira. Very beautiful. I think you should give it a go. I don't know if you knew this. Elvira's 70, and she's still sexy as hell. However, I, I feel like the torch needs to be passed, and who better to pass it on to than Whitney Cummings? As long as you call it poor girl, there's no reason why... Uh, you shouldn't be the next, like, Elvira. Now, if I do hear you call a Taylor Ham, then screw that. We're going uh, we're going to someone else to be the next Elvira. Okay. I'm out, Whitney. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Okay. That is the uh, call to Whitney Cummings today. And now, it is the end of the show. 
All right, if anyone wants to uh, call in or something, just write in the chat real quick, and I'm going to plug the show, and then I'm out. Okay? All right, so for everyone listening on YouTube right now, make sure you like the show, make sure you press the thumbs up, make sure you smash the subscribe button, make sure you ding the bell. I think I got them all. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon, wherever the hell you're listening, make sure you subscribe to me on those platforms. Keep listening. Keep bringing the numbers up. I appreciate it. And if you would like to follow the show on uh, social media, Twitter and Instagram, that's what they are, it is at the Frankie D Show. So just remember the Frankie D Show. Look me up on all those platforms. Subscribe to me. Do what you got to do. Spread the word. Tell your friends. If your friends are like, crap, I need a show to listen to while I'm driving or something. While I'm going to bed, in the shower, masturbating, whatever the hell they're doing and they want something to listen to. Tell them to listen to the Frankie D Show. Alrighty. That is the show for today. Happy Halloween, everyone. And I will catch you all next Friday live at 3 p.m. And for my listeners that listen on uh, the recorded apps like Apple, Spotify, Podbean, all those, uh, I will be putting the episodes out on Tuesday nights like I always do. Alrighty, everyone. I'm out. Peace. Peace.